Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Do you think I could whip Bob Newhart? <laughs> you could whip Bob Newhart? Do you think I can? Like mano a mano? Yes. If you were just duking it out? If we were in a boxing ring, do you think I right. could whip him? If you could whip Bob Newhart? Yes. Well, he's almost 90. Yes. I'm doing the challenge <laughs> thing. Oh, like Justin Bieber yes. and Tom Cruise? Someone 31 years older than you. <laughs> I had a hard time finding people that were, were still with us. Yeah, who were 31 old, years older than you. Yes. I think it's entirely possible, yes, that you could yes. whip Bob Newhart. Yes. <laughs> Hope I get a little belt and everything with it. Well, Cliff, <laughs> what's happening at 7 o'clock this morning? Yeah, I'd like to see you with that belt. I whip Bob Newhart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it makes me want to go work out right now. Oh, I'm not going to. Oh, yeah. Just no. <laughs> kind of makes me think about doing it, though. <laughs> you know, I'll be known forever, Cliff. As the this... man who whipped Bob You're Newhart. not a kidding. I'm already <laughs> celebrating. We haven't even gotten the ring yet. That's right, because there's no guarantee. I mean, I just estimated the fact that you could win based on he's almost 90. Yes. <laughs> His bones are probably brittle. But you see the condition <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, so there's really no guarantee. If he could round, I mean, if he could last 45 seconds, <laughs> he, if he land a lucky punch, if he could land a lucky punch, you're done. I'm out like a light, right? Because yeah. he probably has a much longer reach than you come to think of it. You know, because he has normal arms. <laughs> My strategy will be to stay away from him. Really? So how can you hit him if you're staying away from him? Well, there's two rules of boxing, Cliff. What and what are those rules? Hit, yeah, and don't get hit. And okay. I like to go with the rule number two, most of don't, all. Right, don't get hit. Yeah, I'll just dance around a little but bit. But with your arms, you know, being the teeny tiny little things they are, the only way that you can hit is to move into the zone where you can get hit. I'm hoping to wind him. <laughs> well, well, he's, he's almost 90. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> we have the proof today that people will steal anything, anytime and anywhere comes to us from Scohegan, Maine. The state fairgrounds are located in that town, and while the fair isn't until August, there's a wide variety of other events during the summer. Horse shows, dog agility competitions, and a bit later, an artisan bread fair. And with all the goings-on at the fairgrounds, several non-profit groups set up booths that just stay open every weekend during the summer, including the Scohegan Lions Club. When the members of the Lions Club Sunday morning arrive to open up to sell their wares for the antique machinery, though, antique machinery show... That was this past weekend. They found evidence that someone had broken in. And in fact, they were quite vandalous, throwing plastic spoons and forks all over the floor inside the concession stand. And after the inventory was conducted to see what was missing, club officials told police the criminals had taken 120 moon pies and a half a gallon of iced tea. <laughs> the cops are investigating, but club officials say whoever did it can confess and work off the crime by assisting the Lions Club with volunteer work. 
I do like a good moon pie. I don't know about you. Agreed. You're absolutely right. You know, sometimes I see them in the store, and I have to fight myself not (laughs) to buy them. Just to resist the urge. I'm not kidding you. I totally understand. I don't know what's in those things, and I probably don't want to know. You probably don't want to know. But boy, they're good. Do they disinfect the holes in a bowling ball at a bowling alley, Cliff? (laughs) I'm assuming you're referring to the house balls. Yes. Not like you brought your own balls to the bowling alley. No, no, no. The house it's balls. the ones that, you know, are available for people who don't have their own balls to use when they're bowling. Yeah, I know they spray the shoes. Oh yes. Yeah, if you if you get the rental shoes then they've been disinfected. But I don't I've I've been spent a lot of time in bowling alleys and I've don't I don't believe I've ever seen anyone disinfect the house balls. That's kinda nasty. Well, because, yeah. I mean, Everybody and I've their never... brothers had their fingers in them holes. <laughs> That's right, and you don't know where people have put their fingers before they put them in the ball. Some kid could have a cold. Yeah. Picking his nose. He's picking his nose, and then he shoves his finger down in the hole. He does it an hour before I get there, There's and I don't know There's probably a booger down in the bottom of the hole. Well, if my fingers were longer, I could probably touch it, but <laughs> I got short fingers, too. You'd think they could do something, like pour some Listerine in the holes once in a while. Yeah. Something. Ooh. Yeah. What do you got? This weekend in yeah. my laboratory. Yeah. With my uh, safety glasses. Oh, in your lab coat? Mm-hmm. Are you going to go invest in inventing something? I'm thinking about this, Cliff. What is it? How about, uh, you know, the Lysol wipes? Yeah. How yeah. about disposable wipes, disinfectant? Yeah. Instead of being a sheet, yeah. how about make them like a balloon so they just slide on three fingers <laughs> and you could stick your fingers in the holes on the balls? So you've got these, like, it's like a... Gloves, but for three fingers. They're individuals. Oh, oh, oh. They're individuals. Oh, oh. See, I was thinking like one wipe with three. It's, it's, so could you use one wipe to clean all three holes or would you have to get a new wipe to clean every hole? It's three individual finger things. Yeah. You just slide one on this finger and there and there. So you use, you use three, one per hole. Yes. And you clean all holes simultaneously. Yes. And you just go from ball to ball and do that. So you could just you could just literally just go down the rack and just like jam your fingers into the holes as you're walking. Now you'd have to have some for your left hand too, because they got left-handed yeah. cut balls. Yeah. So you'd have to do that too. But I'm thinking, Cliff, <laughs> this could be a money maker for me. Clean oh. the holes in your balls. Yes. <laughs> Morning, Weed and Cliff. Nick Montwell checking in. Weed. Have you ever thrown your bowling ball at the guy that drives the little cart back and forth picking up the other balls? You know, Cliff, I haven't been to the bowling alley in a while. Are they doing yeah. that now? They the got little, a guy in the a little cart, cart? The cart that picks up your balls. Yes. Now, see, I think he's confused. Because at the bowling alley, there's a machine, part of the pin-setting equipment, that returns your balls to you. That's right. That's and right. he's talking about the driving range where you hit golf balls out into the, into the field, and they've got a guy who drives a cart around to pick them up. He's confused. That would be a personal touch at a bowling alley, though, if a guy came back and actually personally handed the ball back to you. Well, I mean, it's... It's kind of impersonal when it comes out of that little hole thing. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's kind of, there it is. And there's your ball right there. But if a guy said, here's your ball. Here's your ball, Mr. See, the problem is, is that, you know... I may or may not have been a 4.0 student in high school. I'm going to go with may not. You can't prove that. (laughs) That's because the records were destroyed in a fire. That's exactly right. So I can be what I want. But I am smart enough to know this, Cliff. Yeah. And I don't think the people in North Carolina are smart enough to know better. Yeah. You see, they've discovered a snake in North Carolina called the zombie snake. There's a zombie snake? Yes. 
And what does, pray tell, the zombie snake do? It pretends to be dead. Okay. And then when you start to pick it up... Yes? It bites you. (laughs) And now officials all through North Carolina are strongly urging all residents to not pick up the zombie snake. (laughs) Don't keep your hands off the zombie snake. Yes. Now, if that snake happened to make its way to Indiana and... Which is possible. It's possible. Yeah. And if all of mankind relied on me having to pick up the zombie snake. Yeah, uh, Armageddon. Or, or any mistake, yes. <laughs> Armageddon! Be- Armageddon! Because I'm just going to tell you right now, Cliff, we're all going to die. <laughs> Armageddon! Yes. Even with a pole, I'm not touching a snake. <laughs> we, this man in Wedgefield, Florida, had a problem. 49-year-old Luis Rivera... Senior found out Friday that a relative of his was involved in a murder. It may have been a drug deal gone wrong, but in any case, the body was still in the trunk of the relative's car and inside the comp- the passenger compartment, a lot of evidence, like, say, a bullet hole in the headrest and all of the other stuff you might expect to find after someone got shot and got rid of the body. But at this point, then, Rivera faced with a choice. He and his relative could have reported the vehicle stolen and set it on fire out in the middle of nowhere. Or they could have taken it to the junkyard and have it crushed and shredded, never to be seen or heard from again. Or they chose what they chose, option C, unfortunately. They took it to a body shop to have new glass installed where there was a bullet hole and then to a car detailer so that that guy could clean up all the evidence inside, apparently with those two guys being too lazy to do it themselves. Remind you of a movie, Cliff? Um, no. Pulp Fiction? Really? Oh, yes. I don't remember that. The same exact thing. Really? Accidental <laughs> shooting in a car, and uh-huh. they took it to the cleaner. <laughs> Let's go to the phone line. Let's what? see what phrase we have. Hi, who's this? Matt Hawking. All right, Matt. What phrase do you have for us today? Okay. Luke Combs, newest member of the Grand Old Opry, because the big boy's got to eat. <laughs> Luke Combs, the newest member of the Grand Old Opry. Because a big boy's got to eat. That's right. Is that it, Matt? That's it. That happened to him last night, didn't it? That's right. You know he's going to be my cousin, right? Well, I hear you have a Combs in the family. Well, his fiance is Nicole Hawking, so he's related. Some of your ladies to me somehow down the line. Well, yeah. Well, maybe you'll get free tickets to the Grand Ole Opry. You won't have to play this contest. Yeah. Well, if I get invited to the wedding, I'll make sure to have you guys invited too. How about that? Nah, you're a good man, Matt. Yeah. Are you okay with Luke getting in this early in his career? I'm okay with him. You're okay, okay with, with him. him. I'm okay with him. Now. You know, he's a pretty big guy. Do you think they put him in, you know, just in case of health-wise? Uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Trying to get him in early? Well, Cliff, a study is out this morning that says the human brain yeah. is uniquely designed and wired to understand musical pitch. The human brain? Yes. We had nothing to do with it. It's, it's wired to do it's that. It's just that way. I feel like I've missed on that class somewhere, Cliff, <laughs> when I was younger. Really? Yes. I am. Um, I can yeah. tell when it sounds good when other yeah. people are doing it. Yeah. But when I'm doing it, it sounds incredibly good. <laughs> and then when I hear it back, you're like, "Who is that person?" Yeah, it's really. I think the blue and the green wire got switched around or something in there, Cliff. Yeah. I've yeah. been handed tickets to Indiana Caverns yeah. and also to the French Lick 
Scenic Railway. Okay, cool. And we're going to give you the chance to win that prize package. Coming up here on the Morning Road Show, we'll do it at 9.06 this morning. And we're just going to do a simple little game today. Not much effort involved. We're just going to give you a statement. You'll say if it's true or if we just made it up. If you're right, that's pretty easy. You're going to win. Yes. 50 50 chance. We're not going to do the. um... (laughs) All the way with Weed and Cliff? Yes. I couldn't think of the name. We you did it yesterday. Up with a name. I know. We did it yesterday, and Cheryl from Mount Carmel was our she winner. She ran the gauntlet. What do you know? Is it the truth, or did we just make it up? Here we go. Hi, who's this? Yeah, hello. Yeah. Who's this? Uh, Corey Gill. All right, Corey, where are you from? Albion, Illinois. Okay, so we are going to uh, play for a big prize package. Are you ready? I sure am. All right, well, here's your uh, statement. You tell me if this is true or if I just made it up. Okay. Fourteen percent of postage stamps are never used. I say that's true. I say you just won the prize package. Well done. Congratulations. All well right. Done. Yes. Well, we've got your prizes here at Country 98.1. You have a great time, okay? Okay. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you, sir. Bye-bye. I can whip Bob Newhart. We established <laughs> that earlier this morning. Well, yes, without any actual evidence. We conjectured that the likely outcome of a mano a mano battle royale between you and a 98-year-old man. He's not 98. How old is he? 89. He's 89. Okay. <laughs> I can whip him. You Well, this is a possibility, yes. In all likelihood, you would win, but there's no actual fighting has taken place. So just like Justin Bieber yeah. calling out Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise. Yeah. I'm calling out Bob Newhart this morning. <laughs> so if he's in the area, right. if he wants to come in here and duke it out. That's right. You're ready to I'm go. I'm ready to go. Yeah. I'm Bob Newhart the comedian. Yes. Don't 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 There's have no a... other Bob <laughs> somebody comes in here and shows his driver's license and says Bob Newhart actually be the celebrity Bob Newhart you're, you're referring That's to. That's the one I'm referring the, to, yes. The man who's 98 years old. Yes, there could be a 25-year-old Bob Newhart, <laughs> and I wouldn't know part of that. But I bring this up, Cliff, yes. because Bob Newhart yeah. is going to be the subject really? of our Take It to the Bank this morning. So you've tried to beat the crap out of Bob Newhart, and now you're going to verbally assault him during Take It to the Bank. That's exactly right. It's like a twofer. It's time for our Take It to the Bank. About Bob Newhart. Yes. Okay. But Cliff. Yes. You and I and everyone listening all know the Grammys are for. The Grammys? Yes. Are for uh, recorded music. Yes. Right. But this is how good Bob Newhart is as a comedian. Okay. The Grammy for the best new artist in 1961 yeah. Went to Bob Newhart. <laughs> he won a Grammy. Yes. Now, as after I said recorded music, I recalled that they do award Grammys for recordings of the spoken word. So was it a comedy album that he released? It was his very first comedy album <laughs> titled yeah. The Button-Down Mine mm. of Bob Newhart. And this album is so yeah. good, Yeah, it also won... Album of the Year in 1961. <laughs> Which kind of shows that, you know, all the other music music produced in 61 was a pile of garbage. Well, <laughs> no other comedian has ever. ever won either one of these awards since 1961. And, and there's y- been a lot of good comedians. And yet, you want to beat his ass. Well, <laughs> 
Yeah, I do. <laughs> and I think I can. And all well, of he's that. he's 89. And all of that. Yeah. Including... Yeah. I can whip Bob Newhart. No one, that's not something I would take to the bank. You can take that to the bank. Because right. if he shows up, we're going down. <laughs> and I see, Cliff, that yes. uh, regulations have now been dropped on genetically modified plants. Really? Yes. I had no idea. In other words, scientists can pretty well do whatever they want with our food. Well, yeah. But I've got some serious doubts about the <laughs> watermelon tree, Cliff. I think that's a little bit dangerous. The can watermelon you, tree. Can you imagine right. on yeah. a hot summer day laying underneath the watermelon tree? And they all decide to get ripe and fall off? Just one of them has to fall off if you're well, laying yeah. underneath there <laughs> trying to get a little shade. I think they need to rethink this. You know, was it Sir Isaac Newton? Yes. Discovered gravity? Yes, he did. Because he was laying under an apple tree and one fell off and hit him on the head. It's a good thing it wasn't a watermelon tree. I'm just going to say. It killed him. <laughs> or just knocked him plumb silly, and then people thought he was nuts. And we'd have never known about gravity. We would never know that gravity existed. I think they need to rethink yeah, it, Cliff. So they need to steer clear of the genetic modification of watermelons. Cliff, anything said today? All righty. Morning Roadshow Phrases of a Day, Starboard number three, which could very well be our mantra here. Now, with more indoor plumbing. Number two, clean all the holes at the same time. You're going to work on that wipe this weekend. Yes, I am. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today, though, is I whipped Bob Newhart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm fired up about this for some reason, Cliff. Yeah, we'll see. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.